Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Food for Thought, a <laughs> podcast gab best friend, a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex. <laughs> identity uh. culture what we like to read and who we like to read food for thought the show that'll spit roast you with idiocy no <laughs> i do want that Honestly, yeah, i, do, I do i would be sure. spit roasted with anything right oh now God, i'm, I'm so like, deprived no, 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 of I'm sluttiness oh <laughs> no 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 I want to be in a grocery store, spit roasted and turning over a light. You know, I want to be the rotisserie chicken of thought. This prize. I want to be. Oh my the, god! I want to be the bear at Build a Bear. When you <laughs> yes. Stop yes, it. Yes. That's what I want. Yes. yes That's yes. where I'm at right now. That is like god. summer energy. My favorite part about that is how the little bit of the stuffing spills out at the end, Ugh, which yeah. is just very Guys, reminiscent. Oh, oh just my god! god. Guys. It doesn't need to be that gross, Fran. But I'm we... making I, this. This is making true on the premise of being spit roasted with idiocy because that's what's happening right now. Yes, <laughs> yes, happening right now. Speaking of idiocy, Fran is wearing platform Crocs. Okay, and I'm not talking to them anymore. We are done. Listen, that might be why Fran's wearing them. Get the shoes, baby. <laughs> Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. These not... are a stunt, and let me tell you, ever since I have posted about them. Everyone's buying them now. Everyone. They're sold out everywhere. And Nicki Minaj wore Crocs on her album cover, My Influence. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure that Mother Electra would approve of them. I'm no, not sure that she would, she would tell no, you to get those no, shoes. No. She's usually talking about the red bottoms. When I think about Crocs, all I can think of is the smell that must happen when a foot is inside a plastic for that yeah. long. I mean, that's they're also really hard to walk in, the platform Crocs. You roll your ankle, <laughs> you roll your ankle constantly. Yeah. Wait, and literally, what is the point? Fashion. If a shoe is going to be it's, that ugly it should fashion. be comfortable you suffer for fashion dude. gotcha <laughs> I, okay. I, I wear heels i suffer to look good I, in fashion mm. but i feel like crocs are very much like like suffering to look bad joe what, what, are, you, joe, what are you wearing on your feet right <laughs> now? i am wearing nike That's... slides and ankle socks because nike i am a lesbian and ankle socks. and i just want to be comfortable in the studio it's ankle hot socks. in here i was yeah. thinking joe look like socks and flip-flops is kind of a serve but not Ankle socks, I, not ankle socks. I love myself. Mm. After quarantine, do you? No, you don't. I <laughs> just you here don't. to do exactly what I want to do and nothing else. I will wear sandals and socks in the most ugly way possible. That is um, a whole nother level of caucasity sandals for twenty twenty one. Never cross. Sandals and socks never cross. Sandals is this like fucking <laughs> liberation a, chant you are coming for right now? Chant against your footwear. Ooh, You're, you that. are you this are expelled. Is what democracy looks like. I guess <laughs> Joe is expelled. Who's Crocs are Crocs. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Pulling on that, I am Tommy Teebs, Pico, indigenous poet, screenwriter, TV writer, all the things. And I basically live. 
live in Fern Gully now. Yes, my apartment is a how, how many plants? Hydroponic. Uh, fifty two. I lost a couple. Fifty two. No. Fifty no. She no. lost a couple oh, in the wow. war. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I. But I'm so good at not overwatering. But I'm not. Gr- I mean, just like it's like the the weather got better. There's more right, pests. Right. It everywhere. changes over time. Yeah. yeah. Like, even indoor plants. You lose some. You lose some soldiers. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm I'm so happy to let them go because I'm also going to be traveling a lot more. And it's like some of y'all are going to die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you were learning commitment. I know, but I want to get out. I want to get out. <laughs> I am Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer, and frankly, after a year inside, my drinking problem has clinical depression. Oh, mm. oh dear. Well, oh, thank dear. you for bringing it there. Uh, I'm Fran. I am a writer. I'm an editor, and these platform cocks are ahead of their time, Joe. You really get to get with it. Let's do this. You are looking at me in stunned silence because I, you're in awe of the fashion I am bringing right now. Crickets. Okay. <laughs> that was Bye. a genuine moment of silence in the studio. Wow. We never have silence. Wow. Um, well, I mean, it is nice when you don't talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Den Michelle, and I'm a reader, writer, former figure skater, and... Um, y'all, it's Pride, and my brioche Suisse is oh ready gosh. to hoe. Oh, no. God. Oh, God. Stop We're here. Den is, Den is fully vaxxed. Stop it up. Fully vaxxed are we and all, ready are we all, to be. Are we all prepped, Den? I think it is a, is a thought announcement that if you have taken a lapse in prep because you weren't hooking up so much, and it is now Pride season, and you're fully vaxxed, and you're willing to take more, um, have more, you know, sexual exploration, it might be a good time to visit your doctor and get back on prep. Ooh, that is that. that is actually a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good point. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. I'm going to have to do that. Uh-huh. Bookmark. Bookmark. Then we'll get back on prep for Pride in September. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Joe, what we got cooking today? Yeah, today, y'all, we are giving you our Pride episode. We're sorry. We're not proud. Um, for our game, Fran is going to serve us a little pride game i don't know what it is i am frankly very scared and for dessert we're serving you something legendary buck 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 be gut i'm feeling a little peckish let's start the top of the show the way any good top should with a little tease our uproarious appetizer segment amuse boosh and to amuse our booshes Fran's got the cornichons. That's right. I <laughs> I just anyways. Um, we love this game here at Food for Thought. It is called Swallow This Pride. <laughs> I love swallowing anything except pride. Except pride. Pride I will not handle. Yes. And it's a very, it's a very simple game. I'm going to uh state um some real and some fake pride-related collaborations. Oh, and God, you are going to so tell hard. me whether they are real or whether they are... Uh, just as, as, as oh, to do a little discourse before we start, capitalism is its own parody. Right. This is an impossible <laughs> This is, yes, task. truly. I'm setting you all up for failure. Yes. Because, <laughs> let me tell you, limited edition rainbow products, <laughs> I cannot write these myself. <laughs> no, you really can't. I really can't. But actually, I can. <laughs> so... <laughs> you probably invented <laughs> half of these, right? In your we'll consulting see, we'll work. See, we'll see. Yeah, I worked on the campaign, actually, for half of these. <laughs> was, like, consulting for the brand. Um, <laughs> it's actually... But all your, all your campaigns are... Full performance art to see how ridiculous you yeah, can get brands yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually, yeah, yeah. And it's actually traverse that. It's exactly. performance art. Yeah, yeah. True. Okay. <clears throat> Balenciaga has released a pride collection with shirts and sweaters that just say gay. 
<laughs> I mean, I want that sweater. I it probably kinda, costs twelve hundred dollars. I saw it, and it is, I believe it. it yeah, kind of cute. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Lie, but it's literally like. Anyways, oh my god, I just gave yes, it away. <laughs> We was, all I knew that say, was, I was real. Like, I mean, we knew that we was real. We knew but that was real. What is the price point? Uh, it's Balenciaga, so yeah, it's going to be so like... It's is it literally four, fi- four figures? That is like the top <laughs> yeah. of... Like, it literally will only be owned by straight rich people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which, yes. you know, that's its own parody. <laughs> Listen. I hate it here. <laughs> Imperial, a cigarette company in the UK, has released pride cigarette boxes that say, God loves fags. Well, because wow. we're a fag is a, a fag wow. is a, it's a slang. It's That's a slang right. on that on that island. That's right. For it cigarette, is. It is. which I love. I mean, I love putting a fag in my mouth. Mm, me too. Yeah. Uh, well, sucking on a fag feels I, so nice. Yes. Sucking on a fag. Just pulling it down into my lungs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. I think, I think wow. This is, I, I think this is real. I think this is real. Yeah. I I also think this is real, and also I maybe would buy, even though I don't smoke, I would buy. I, it's a little clever for me. <laughs> mm. Teep is right. No! It is of my imagination. <laughs> uh, is that cigarette company real? Uh, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Cool. Yeah, the best fiction exists in a real universe. Yeah, where it's just this a little is, tweak of it. This is called craft. It's fabulism. Okay, Karen Russell will be proud. Um... In support of the queer community, McDonald's and Burger King teamed up to put up billboards and posters with Ronald McDonald and Burger King making out. That cannot be real. I, or could it? I, that, I yeah, don't think that's real. I cannot imagine I wish that it being were. real in so many places where people love McDonald's. It's, Maybe I'm it's wrong. It's too good to be true. That would be fun. I'm, I'm showing them. Oh, I'm currently showing them the billboard my. of this extremely real campaign. Where that is took place in Finland or something? Okay, all right. It was what? Is, what is this a crossover episode? This, this is, is insane. like so beyond parody. It's like so dystopian. <laughs> it, it, it looks like a Jeff Koons. Yeah, I mean, it this does is look insane. like a Jeff Koons, who we hate, by the way. Who we hate, but. right? He's super rapey. Um. <laughs> anyways, gotcha. <laughs> It was, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. that was not. Fully thought that was fake and it's real. In celebration of Pride, Mattel released Barbie's special friend, Pat, the first lesbian Barbie of the Barbie universe. Pat is complete with a rainbow dream car in partnership with Subaru. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's fake. That's fake. I mean, that's that has fake. to be that's fake, fake, but a would buy. So I saw work in progress on the plane out here, the first two episodes, which has the references to the SNL character, Pat. Right. So I don't, I think that that would be a cancelable thing because we, oh, you know, right. Pat is fucked. So I just, right. I think it's fake. They wouldn't do that. That's my answer. You are correct. And I, I would make it but I wouldn't, Ugh. I would not put it past Subaru to <laughs> approve and endorse this this idea so should it true. come to their executives. Yeah. In time for Pride, Uggs has released a fur-lined, open-toed, platform rainbow Ugg. It's better than the Croc. I would rather wear the Ugg than the Croc, what? you monster. I would buy this in a heartbeat. Oh, <laughs> Ten. A heartbeat. Ten. Ten. I love anything fuzzy and soft and comfortable. I love my you Ugg would, products. Dad. Love yourself. Love yourself. Oh, yourself. Love yourself. oh have oh, you put God. your foot into one? <laughs> Trust me. Open toed, fur lined platform. Yes, yes. No, yes. it is real though. That has it is to be real. real. Yes, so, absolutely. I'm showing, I'm showing <laughs> them an image of it right now. But this was a trick. It was a 
Ugg knockoff, not from the Uggs. Oh, not from the Uggs. Oh, it's damn. not of wow. the Uggs universe. It's still not I, of this earth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not. So I tweeted about this. It ha- I'm just realizing now it also has an open back, which is cursed. <laughs> It um, looks a little bit like like you broke your ankle. <laughs> but you're gay. It's a, it's, a, it's a gay walking cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I tweeted about this saying that it was like an uh, an UGG and UGGs slid into my DMs. They were like, we would like to inform you that this is not our collection. Like, like sent me like a statement. It was iconic. Squatty Potty has released a pride toilet Squatty Potty adorned with rainbow poop emoji stickers to celebrate pride. It reads... It reads on the box, bowel health is important for everyone, but especially for the queer community. We all poop equal. $3 will be donated to the Trevor Project, currently on sale for $29. That's too good. It's too good. <laughs> that, is, no. wow. that is 100% no. real. I do not poop equal. I poop you a lot. Poop yeah. equal. You, you really are. You, you, we want to disclude you. If it was from, real, um, they would have understood the best way you get... The girls to get a squatty potty is to be like, you basically don't have to douche if you squatty potty. You basically yeah. don't have to. It, it's, it's, true. True. it's true. It's true. So, it's true. So I'm, I, it's a little yeah, too good. I think good. it's real. It's a little too good to be I true. Also, I'm going to say I think it's real. Teeps right. Oh, I made it up. Fuck you, Teeps. I made it up. <laughs> Budweiser has announced they are selling mugs with a trans flag on them. Oh, yeah, that's real. I, I, I know that's real. I see that being real, yeah. It is real. It's real! <laughs> Don't show me and like, what? Oh, but also, okay, I did not mention that last year, I think they did release some trans Uggs, and they're cute. Oh, no! <laughs> they have Uggs oh, with a trans flag on them, and they're oh, like, no. I'm searching eBay right now. <laughs> <laughs> eBay.com. <laughs> Den is on eBay.com. I actually am. So mad. Trans Uggs? In 2019, Michael Kors, an openly gay man, introduced his first Pride campaign featuring Bella Hadid. Oh, that had... Queer icon Bella Hadid. That cannot not... That cannot be fake. I think it's real. I think it's real. That all... I I think I remember this in the news at the time. Was it in the news? I believe so. Yes. There you go. It is. Yes. There you go. But... Can you imagine? First of all, like doing Pride campaign, those are cute. Then no, Dennis showing us the trans I'm Uggs right now. Trans don't Uggs do right it now, and I will be buying. Them. <laughs> oh, no, Dennis will be buying. Them. Oh no, I'm so excited. I just like I can't imagine one, your first Pride campaign being in 2019, but two, you being a gay person and it being like that's so wild yeah. to me. Yeah. But also, that it's like insane. we don't even need Pride campaigns. But if you're gonna do it, at least be like on the beat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. (laughs) It is. is. It's time we get to the meat of our discussion. The thought process spelled T-H-O-T and to sling our meat this week, it's Fran! I love how just for a second you were the host of a smooth jazz radio show. (laughs) Late nights with Delilah. (laughs) Delilah! Oh, Oh, I miss her. Miss her um, and her... um, Is she good? I, I mean, no, she's, I, I don't actually know. All I know is that she's very um Christian. Mm. Or at least that's what I remember mm. growing up. Um, Okay, so listen, girls. Every year, right around June, you, me, our Food for Thought inbox gets uh, a lot of, you know, public-facing queers in the gig economy, whatever. We get a lot of, you know, emails that are like, hey, can we send you these rainbow sneakers? Or like, hey, do you want to try our limited edition pride soda? Or like, hey, do you want like free tickets to this event? Or do you want to, can you be booked for this panel? Do you want to speak on this topic? And you know, it's like exhausting and demoralizing and tokenizing. Like all the things we kind of like say about like this time of year in Pride. 
But what it's founded on is a protest. What it's founded on is history. We don't need all the capitalism that comes with it. That's for fucking sure. But I think we all kind of have like some good memories too associated with pride. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious. Do y'all remember your first pride? Or if not that, your most memorable pride, maybe? Oh. I I was the vice president of my French club in high school. Ooh, of course you were. And that um, is insufferable person <laughs> behavior. And the, I, the, I that the, the, the Just vice so president. that he could get on some baguette. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to get on some baguette. So we sold chocolate bars and fundraised so that we could all take a trip to France in the summer, um, which, you know, my family didn't have the money to pay for, but there was ways that we could um, – all fundraised to do it. And I w- went to France and it was, I remember it was the World Cup in 98 and it was July and we were in Paris. Wow. And I went on the subway with a bunch of people, the metro or whatever. And I came out of the metro or whatever. Fuck off, Joe. In the middle yeah, of yeah. Paris Pride Parade. And I was 15 <gasps> and I was like, what? What did you feel? I was so sick. <laughs> literally, literally. I I only knew it was gay. so gay visibility. In my hometown was zero. This was before fucking um, Roxanne and Gay or whatever. Uh, uh, what's that TV show on NBC? Will and Grace. <laughs> I don't know. Roxanne Day is gay. I I don't know. Uh, and so I I had never seen <laughs> queer people. <laughs> Queer exuberance like that. Um, I love, and I felt it was cool. I felt Mm. like it was, you know. I think there's been a big conversation this year about, you know, no sexuality at Pride. We didn't consent to seeing some dude in his like underwear or whatever, which to me is a big eye roll. I was so excited by it. I was 15. I had no experience with gayness, gayness at all, and I was like, these people are doing it, and I was definitely scared and felt very uncomfortable. Um, but it. I look back on it and I was like, that was awesome. Just like such kinsmen, such like a beautiful moment to come out of the subway into the sunshine and just see all these faggots doing their thing. French faggots doing their thing. Faggots. That's faggots, if you will. Faggots, if you will. As they say um, in France. <laughs> that's a <laughs> 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 That's I love making fun of other cultures that are white people. <laughs> it's amazing. It's completely allowed. It's the best. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, I it was in Cleveland. I was 18. I just graduated from high school and was headed literally, I think a couple days later, um, off to Vermont for music camp. And my friends and I, which was much more pride, which was your actual first which pride. Was my, which was my actual first pride. That was liberation. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Den and I are really outing ourselves. I was the vice president of the French club and she was on her way to music camp. Yeah, and I was at Jesus camp. Yeah. Oh yes. Harry so had planned for all of us. I was at chamber music camp in Vermont. It was great. Um, and viola is a pretty gay instrument. Yes, it is. <laughs> I I actually um in the future we'll be working on a whole essay about how viola is the gay, <laughs> the queer. They were like, of the send orchestra. her off into the woods, she'll be I'm... a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exactly your parents were trying so bad. They tried so hard. And they they thought, well, we can't. We can't send her to football camp, so... In just seven orchestra. days, Vermont will make her a man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. Wait, what is that? <laughs> it's from Rocky Horror. But oh, it's, I, oh, I changed the lyrics to suit this story. To suit this story. <laughs> but anyway, so I went to... So my friends and I were like, let's go to Pride. 
um, which had never occurred to me before as like a thing to do. But just being 18, I was much more like, okay, I'm willing to like venture into downtown and like just like be a little more independent. Downtown, so, Cleveland. Downtown, Cleveland. Ooh, Turn up. Dare we? Yeah. We're going to show some ankle in downtown Cleveland. <laughs> <A> scandal. <laughs> It was the whole, like, like we were quintessential oh. suburban kids. We were like, what's in downtown? Nothing. Like, there's nothing in mm. Cleveland. So, like, we would never do anything. But obviously, that's where Pride was. So, we, we went down. We, like, caught the tail end of the parade, which was um, lackluster at best. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were in, um, I think it's called, I think they were in Public Square in Cleveland. And they were there were just a lot of booths around this one sort of, like, it looked like a quad that you might see on, like, a college campus, like, a university campus, but, like, a very small one. And there were just these booths. And there were, like, I don't know, 400 people. Like, it was just this tiny thing. And I walked around and I collected condoms and lubricant and I walked past the log cabin Republicans table and I was like, well, what's that? There was a very hot man who was um, manning Dan. that table. No, Dan. Dan. Oh. That's when I learned about gay Republicans, which seemed like a crazy which, thing to which me. Which now you are which one. Now, <laughs> and this is how Den comes out. And, <laughs> again. And this was very formative, unfortunately, I think, to my psychosexual development. Oh, no. Um, but well. yeah, anyway, it was, it was really uneventful. And my only thought was, thank God I'm like leaving the city and going to college in Philly. And then after that... I have to either live in New York or LA or San Francisco because I like I was just like this is sad I'm never coming back the here. Dregs like, yes. yeah. the, the, the dregs of pride in the cleave. The dregs of pride in the cleave. Later Truly. that night, Den bottomed for a boat shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had already done that plenty of times. I went to prep school. What about you, Tubes? Well, you know, my brother came out um, when I was still a kid, so my first, I think my first experience of pride was marching as P flag. Mm. Yeah, and me being like, no, friend only, just friends. Friend is gay. Friend is gay. Ally yeah. here. <laughs> Hello. That's what the A in LGBTQIA stands for. Just kidding. That's not what it's it stands. It's just hard <laughs> to imagine you teebs in that hustle, though. It's just hard for me to imagine you ever being like, no, 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 I'm not. Like I yeah oh right yeah no I was fooling absolutely no one <laughs> no 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 like I'm not, I'm not gay no was, it, was this was it San Diego yeah it was San Diego mm. and it was I mean San Diego's notably conservative city um so it wasn't without its protesters but I I loved I loved as a child having no skin in the game really loved confronting counter protesters oh yes because it was just like what are you gonna do hit a kid. You like you yeah. little white bread bitch. Get, you know what I mean? Like so. Uh, uh. Yeah, and that was before you had foreskin. In the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said that. Well, that was before yeah. you had foreskin. I was like, really, I'm sorry. What the game? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, in, in the game. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I love that, producer Alex. Take that out. What about you? Fred? He was trying out was humor funny. and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Oh, it was that, like a new. That was really funny. Just didn't. That fit. was really funny. It was. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm just not laughing, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh it my I mean my the first like I think that one of the maybe the most poignant one. Um I had just moved to New York City. I at the time decided that I was only going to be there for a few months because I was doing a graduate certificate program there and um I was going to move somewhere, you know, with mountains or trees or, you know, I just didn't want to live in a city. You wanted to be a nature gay? I wanted to be a nature gay. Um, and I, you know, decided to, I read a Huffington Post Queer Voices article. Oh my God. <laughs> which at the time was Gay Voices. Um, 
and uh, they had they had it said that Lady Gaga would be making a surprise appearance at the Pride Rally this year in support of Doma, which had been struck down that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no friends at the time. I just moved to the city. I was fresh on just like all things, you know, New York. But at the time, I was I was kind of a I wasn't like a Gaga stan. Like that was kind of high school me. But the residual standum was like I really want to see Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And I went alone. I was first in line to be there. I don't <laughs> even know why. Wait, I, of course It was a be, huge oh, the... line to get into the rally because everyone knew Gaga was going to uh... be there. And this is also at the time when Gaga was the, you know, behemoth cultural mm-hmm. object. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, you know, got into the rally. We're waiting. We're waiting. There's a lot of programming happen. And I, I kind of realized in that moment that I had actually never seen so many queer people in my life Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I grew up sheltered from it in Chicago. And, and then I went to school in Indiana, God knows why. And I had just never seen a space like that. Mm -hmm. I had been to a gay bar kind of, but like I, it was just, it was this overwhelming feeling of uh, this bodily like realness of like, Oh, this is what it feels like to be surrounded by Mm -hmm. people that I hope, you know, love me mm-hmm. and, or mm-hmm. people at the very least who know who I am so naive Gays yeah, are I so mean. <laughs> I was like yeah I know so in, cute in hindsight naive. those yeah. are the people that will hate me the most yeah. um, but, <laughs> but you know Gaga came out she gave her speech and it was really good it was oh a really God, good no. speech and at the end she sang the national anthem but instead of saying the American flag she said the pride flag and she pulled a pride flag out and like waved it and it was uh, so dumb and in hindsight like her. so you know trivial trivial yeah. and basic and classic celebrity virtue signaling. But it was a really resonant mm. moment for me. And it is literally that week where I also like, I wandered into the Dyke March and I saw Edie right, Windsor right, right. Yep. and like, mm-hmm. she was like at the front of it. And I was so emotional about Doma. Cause that's kind of where my politics were at the time. Yep. You know what I mean? And I decided that week to stay in New York city. Oh, hmm. wow. Oh, and that's beautiful. Stay there for, I, you know, I am so glad pride has a lot of queer people all in one space. My social anxiety does not let me enjoy that. Mm. I do not mm. like being – and especially <clears throat> the way Pride is where it's, it is, you know, permitted and copped and there are those barricades, those mm. fucking metal barricades. Terrible. Let me, I don't know if we'll keep this in. Producer Alex can decide. I was once – I went down to The Hangar one time uh, for Pride with a, a bunch of friends. It was a mix of uh, some queer women, queer men. We we're all hanging out. But it's so packed in that two – queers got in a fight and one of the queers tried to bite the other f- queers finger off hot uh, oh. <laughs> and and like we it, all, was it army but- hammer <laughs> <laughs> okay we're keeping it in producer Alex. we're keeping it in just um, for that joke. but like it was you couldn't get away from it because of the barricades and everything and it was just like so stressful and horrible and i have not been back to the pride parade since what i normally do is um well when i lived in manhattan i would host my friends for like a big boozy brunch and we would just all hang out and that that, to me, was, like, the thing that made me feel prideful. Ugh, I just, I hate crowds. I hate yes. the midday summer sun. Ugh. I hate, like, be like situations where I'm forced to be cheery. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I just, I can't deal with any of that. And also, just, it's like, okay, so we're going to go to the, the, this is when I lived in New York. It's like, okay, fine, we're going to go to the West Village to sweat our faces off so that I can get ignored yes. by people without their shirts on. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. what do I get out of this? 
I don't need any of this. I don't need pride. No, no, this is not. This is not pride. This is shame. Yeah. <laughs> shame, shame, shame parade. Shame parade. Twenty twenty one. I would go to the shame parade. New York City. Much more we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here. Limited edition shade. Uh, sorry, limited edition shame products. We're here. We're queer. We want to take a nap. <laughs> I mean, sort of related to the shame factor. I'll just say that my first pride in New York City. Um, I think was 2015 and my, a bunch of friends and I went and like had brunch and as we were leaving the brunch, we were walking down West fourth until we got to like a spot where we were going to stand in the parade and walking for those couple of blocks on West fourth. I literally walked past four different men that I had slept with in the Ah! last six months. And I was like, well, this is a moment. I also see all my exes at Pride. Yeah, you were so, so stressful for that reason. Yeah. I mean, that is something to be proud of. Being a thought is yeah. absolutely yeah. something to be a proud That's of. True. The sip and twirl, iconic. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't that Pride season? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, that was. It was Pride season. I That was I, episode one, by the way. Yeah. So if you want to go back and listen to episode <laughs> way one. Way back. Um, but yeah, I rem- I just remember thinking. Like there was one ex where it was we were it was great to see each other and we hugged and kissed and then there were two of them where I just like was hiding behind friends. Oh I was like, God. I don't I don't want to see you. We don't need to go there. Um, How yeah. long had it been? Like with the ex, or it was like you're all cute. Was it like had it been a while? And the with him, I think it had been no more than two months. Like oh, it was wow. a and it, and it, we weren't like I and mean, we had gone on a few dates. It wasn't like it was like really serious. Um, mm. But with one of the other ones. He was a guy whom I had dated seriously for about six months, right. and yeah. that's a long time for you, Dan. Yeah, that is yeah, like, that is like commitment. He was my he was you. my first relationship in New York, mm. and I was shocked to see him at Pride. He wasn't someone who I would think would be at Pride, and I um he also had his young daughter there. And I was like, Aww. I can't be seen by them oh because I was almost your stepmother. Oh, and then I, you know, your Joe, you kind of alluded to, you were talking earlier about like how you celebrate pride now. And I'm yeah. just curious. Yeah. Like, how do you, do you have like a, a new ritual? Cause for like, for me, it's like yeah. the only way I've found a way to enjoy pride is like kind of trying to extract or like pride festivities is like mm-hmm. extracting myself from the parade and the, and like the capitalism at all and all that stuff. And me and a bunch of my queer friends go to re-speech every oh, year. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also like always go to that poppy juice always has like a party a around party, that. Yeah. And I always go to poppy juice and like those things are like, those things mm-hmm. are the things that make me feel when I'm at that event and I say to someone happy pride, at Reese Beach, I actually feel, feel it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Where everything else feels so, you know, sterile. I, I would. I, I'm going to put a plug in there for the Queer Liberation March. Yeah. Uh, which, at least the last time it happened in New York, r- went basically the opposite route. Mm-hmm. The same day, the opposite route of the Pride Parade. Uh, last Pride. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm very proud of this. Uh, my partner and I were in the clinic getting shots for gonorrhea. Love that. So, that uh, perfect. That is perfect. Honestly, honestly, I'll yeah. give it up to you. Did they that have is. limited edition uh, shame <laughs> <Yes>. band-aids? <laughs> <We> got, <laughs> it, was, it was a rainbow uh, colored penicillin, actually, which was uh-huh. really lovely. Love that. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm, I'm actually doing more. I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of the Queer Liberation March Love to sort that. of be, um, you know, to be public, um, to be angry, we have a lot to be angry about. I mean, we, not to get too deep into that, but you know, uh, COVID, the COVID pandemic on top of an HIV pandemic, so a double pandemic at the same time. Both viruses showed us that 
there are huge rifts in society that get exacerbated in times of any crisis. And so I think it's a beautiful time. Uh, we know that being outside around people is safe. Uh, it's a beautiful time, I think, to re-engage uh, in public activism. Um, I, I totally think it's awesome to make beautiful spaces with you and your friends. That's yeah. activism too in a different way. So, you know, whatever works best for you. But I'm excited to, to march, I think, this year. That's so true. Yeah. I, I really, yeah, Joe, like I, I've gone to Queer Liberation March or what what it has been for the last two years and now it's like something that I cannot miss yep. you know what I mean uh-huh. like this year I will be flying to New York to make Aww. sure that I go yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that I, yeah, I have not gone to Queer Liberation March yet, and it's something that I do really want to do this year. Oh, let's do I it, then. Yeah. Let's, I let's think that would be really cute. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get us sponsored by Chase Bank and get a float in the Queer Liberation <laughs> March. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so much more Listen, exciting. Listen, right I now. mean... Um, can we collectively neg on the New York Times editorial board for a moment, please? Yes. Can oh, my gosh. Can we talk about this? Yes. By the time yes. this podcast comes out, it might be like... I don't know if y'all remember, but can you describe that? Yeah, so uh, we, the 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 pride the official pride parade made the decision to like um disinvest from the police state which is a, was a great decision there was a lot of activism behind it so that means I among love. other things uh, not having uniformed officers march in the pride parade mm-hmm. which I think is a huge uh, step toward um, set, making it a more queer um, politics mm-hmm. and 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 being aligned with uh, movements um, like defund the police mm-hmm. and also making it a safe space for people of color because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, yes. we know that anywhere there's cops uh, is not necessarily necessarily a safe place for a lot of our queer siblings and also then gays those white gays really show their ass when they when they don't when they don't see why it's a problem yeah yep so the New York Times editorial board, not just an op-ed, but the motherfucking editorial board, put out an article, an opinion piece that said, let cops march. And the quote is something like, it wasn't so long ago that gays would accept anyone who wanted to march with them, including uniformed police officers. And it's like, yeah, we're not those gays anymore. Those <laughs> gays sucked. Yeah. yeah we shouldn't ex- like yeah. accept people who want to do harm in our community. And, then, and no. also like recede into like, we're, we're, we're trying to progress, yes. not recede. Yeah. Like it is such to me like a failure of the imagination mm-hmm. to be like, oh no, no, this is how it's always been. So this is how it must still be. And I think, mm-hmm. I think it can, we can do this kind of work while also saying that past generations were under different types of pressure. Exactly. Yes. And that we exist in a new world or an evolving mm-hmm. world in a dynamic world that yeah. sees the problem with having cops, uniformed yeah. cops. Yeah. It's exactly. literally the the reason we have pride is yes, because literally. cops beat us up. It is not a metaphor. It's not. Yes, that's literally. But it's also just like I, we also. I always get like comments or like see things that are like, but what about queer cops and like this non-binary cop is blah blah blah. And I was like. I'm sorry. If you're, not, if you're a cop, you're not queer. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep girl bus. That you might you might be gay, but you are not queer. You are not queer. Okay. Those are two. Those sorry. are two to me two different things. But th- but this is the the other thing. Like that, I understand people wanting to make sure that like gay cops or whatever like feel that they can be at the queer be Boo. at the pride march. I understand Boo. the idea. Boo. Boo. No. But this is but this is the thing. We're also talking about the difference between like collective performance and individuals right and like a person can come to the pride march who's gay who might have a professional associate like like if a cop is not on duty and isn't there in a copy we're not gonna know that they're there that's what i'm saying as an individual like you're not even gonna know that they're there a cap den a cap and so like that's like whatever like whatever 
I'm not going to shit on that. But to me, ultimately, this conversation is really about performance. Parades are performative by nature. And the whole point is that we're not allowing the institution of policing to perform allyship where there is no allyship. Right. That's what mm-hmm. that's to me what that decision Yo, is about. And that and was the year, word. That, that was, was the word. word. Exactly. Yeah. It's also just like it's very like um when Angelica have you seen that video of Angelica Ross where she's just like, when I say fuck the police, <laughs> yes. I mean that shit. <laughs> yeah, and, she's, and she's like, when you say, oh don't know, but my cousin, it's like, get another job. <laughs> yeah. get Tell another your cousin job. to get another job. Like that is a simple. whole that is it's a simple. whole, whole actual like, conversation gonna, that needs to happen. Get you, another job. Are you going to sit here and tell me that, like, so, some CEO of, like, a nicotine company is, like, fucking queer? And so that's representation. Like, <laughs> that you know what I mean? These, like, oil frackers. Yeah. I mean, we know the one. I mean, but. it definitely, you know, it's, it's and, and just to contextualize, I think it is, as Teebs is saying, you know, um, a shift in... Or attention in the queer, the queer gay community around do we want assimilation or do we want to fundamentally alter society and make it less violent towards all sorts of mm-hmm. uh, minoritized peoples? And, you know, that for a long time, gay shit was run by assimilationists. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. That was the idea. It was assimilation for years. But – that's not actually liberating anyone, and it's also not including everyone. It's right. all, and, and if you want to argue about this, about p- cops, ar- arm, uniformed armed cops at Pride, you're anti-black. Literally. Yes. <laughs> also that. Literally it's anti-black. Simple. Well, <laughs> that simple. I have a question. How does everyone feel July 1st? I feel, like, exhausted. Relieved. <laughs> Relieved. <laughs> yes. Me too. Usually I'm wrapping up projects and I'm, I'm still working. I'm really hot. <laughs> <laughs> By July 4th, I'm, I'm like, yeah, filled with cum. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my, my bus is usually a little sore. To be a cum horn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, pop. I also, you know, that's something, uh, I, I want to also touch on something just um uh, about how we're talking about, I think another failure of like the pride industrial complex or like how people talk about and think about pride is that like, that, like to kind of try and construct a pride that is perfect is to believe that queer and trans people are like a monolith. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Queer right. and trans and gay people and all whatever. You know, it's like, it's like we are trying to, for some reason, make this thing that we want everybody to participate in and everybody right. to love. But like, even if we, you know, let's like New York City, let's say, and it has yet to be yet to be seen, but like, let's say it really is copless. Let's say it really is the version of the parade that we want. Mm-hmm. It's still like, Queer trans people still don't really want to go to it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. Or some don't, and some do. Hello. Exactly. It's like exactly. it's like we need a, mul- a, a multiplicity of prides. Exactly. You know, there's, no, pride. there's no right way to pride. There's no wrong way to pride. Which is why I'm so grateful Unless that you're well, New York. Has I was going to say there right? are some wrong. Like, ways to pride. I, I would love for more cities to like take this model of what New York is doing of like of like having a queer liberation march and having a Brooklyn liberation and having like having like the dyke march and having like mm-hmm. all these different and having your like your activism within all of that having all these different avenues for what people call quote unquote pride mm-hmm. um so that you nobody has to feel like they need to go to the Chase Bank parade float thing you know what i mean <laughs> and and no one but den ever has to have trans uggs yes but those i are, need them i saw them and they're cute they're, they're cute. cute they're, they're cute. cute thank they're cute. you they're, they're cute. cute um yeah but i mean speaking of capitalism <laughs> god joe joe how i mean oh, no. have you ever worn a rainbow product 
I find the ra- the rainbow itself aesthetically very displeasing. <gasps> so I wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about that, Kamala? Yeah. I would like to have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's ugly. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Aesthetically, okay, it's ugly. Yes, spicy. Okay, so <laughs> let's also name and say that the quote unquote progress flag, which adds the trans colors yes. and then black and brown stripes. Makes it uglier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I think, and, and I, I feel, you know, I feel comfortable saying that because I've never met a black or brown person or a trans person that was like, yeah, that's the flag that I feel represented by. Thank you. <laughs> These stripes, that's really doing it for me. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's such a, it's such an artifice to place so much meaning on a flag, period. But, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. just like to, again, like to like believe that everyone wants rainbow stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, and like, you know, isn't it okay to just have multiple flags? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what like, I don't want to that. Or no flags. <laughs> no flags. flags or no flags. Yes. That's true. Yes. Ooh, I'm going to stick my flag here. Yes, it's literally <laughs> like tools of colonization. It's tools the language of, of imperialism. Fuck flags. Yeah. That is the take Fuck flags. <laughs> Food for thought. I go Fuck burn. flags. God hates burn the pride flag. Would you say that God hates flags? God I would hates say God that. God hates flags. I would okay, say that. God hates flags. Gotta go. Gotta go. You know, I'm feeling full, but I could fit one more thing inside of me. Dead knows how I feel. Mm. Fran, will you put a cherry on our top this evening? Less. <laughs> it's me. I'm our top. Wait, I actually would love to eat a cherry off the top, so slide into the DMs. I'm right here. Uh, nope. Uh, You're no, no, not, no. though. You are still spiritually a bottom. <laughs> bottom. I do not disagree with that. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I feel like this might even be a repeat dessert. And that's okay, because I just want to hammer down the point that Legendary on HBO Max is the best show on TV right now. Wow. It is so obliteratingly good. And I think that, that, that like, how, and if you're not familiar, it's like a competition reality show. We're in 10 houses from different ballrooms across the country come together and compete um, in a very, it's Dennis is looking at me like <laughs> this sounds amazing. I don't I think you've never heard of this. Existed. Has never heard of this. Love yeah, this. I was like, I was like, this can't be a repeat because I've never heard of it. But yeah. also, it could be because I don't listen to the show. And <laughs> <laughs> does not listen to the things that they say. Right, exactly, <laughs> fully true. <laughs> but it is so good, and you know, I, I don't know if y'all remember another added layer of like like wow i can't believe it's this good is because it was started with a big controversy like oh, I don't remember jamila jamil was like asked to I be a judge this. and a host on this that. show about ballroom culture people were very upset because at the time jamila did not ideas queer is not a ballroom people are like people are like what is this yeah. like and let me tell you she she did her homework uh-huh. and and i think that from what i hear about the production internally she actually is like a massive advocate and mm. getting everybody paid and credited and all the different stuff but beyond that like all the judges are incredible la roach megan the stallion like laomi maldonado who is like the beyonce of ballroom like these are like motherfucking stars and then every single you kind of get to know each house and their personalities in through confessionals every single confessional you fall in love with every single person and you're like, I want to see that spinoff. Like, I want to watch a whole show about you. Like I want to, you just like really like fall in love with them, with every single house, every single member and character of this kind of team that they're playing against. And what I, something that like, I think is so sublime, especially about this season is that you are not just graded on your ability 
to dance. You're not just graded on whether you can sell this outfit. You are scored based on the kind of like picture of family that you portray to these judges. And the judges will say, I, this, this performance is perfect, but I don't feel you connected. Like, I don't feel this family. Like, where is that? And that to me is like so like sublime. And that is so what like queer culture is about and what ballroom culture is about. Um, it is just such a good show, y'all. Mm, that's so beautiful. So y'all haven't that watched it That sounds amazing. Yet? No. I will say, list. how many seasons list. has it had? This is the second, second season. And oh. something else that I really love about it is that like, it's like that equal parts like, oh my God, this confessional is making me cry. And then the next moment you're like, that is the funniest thing you have ever been said. <laughs> like there was this moment where, uh, this is like a few episodes back now when this podcast comes out, but like there's this episode where like Law, like, you know, Law is like a, 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 a stylist, the fashion girl. And so he's usually the one to really critique the outfits. And there was this amazing performance by the house of Miyaki Mugler. Everyone loved it. Tati Mugler, who's like kind of another icon in the ha- in the in ballroom scene. Actually, I don't know if she's technically an icon. I don't know her stuff. But anyways, um, like she, everyone, the performance was perfect. But she was wearing these kind of like garish, like red, like I don't know, straight leg pants. And Law was like, you know, the performance was great. Like everything was perfect. Like I really love everything you're giving. But these pants are giving a little. Thank you for flying Delta. (laughs) (laughs) But everything else, bitch. And it's like, the shade is so good in this show. It is like, I cannot recommend it enough. Also, I feel very seen because I did fly Delta here. (laughs) (laughs) You were the pants. Were you thanked? I was thanked. Den will watch Legendary in three years. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This episode of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rosé and our new home at Stitcher. Our producer is currently doing an exercise DVD workout on YouTube, Alexandra De Palma. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Our friend beats you to death with their platform crock. I will. <laughs> that is actually how I yes. want to I will stomp on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tommy Teebs Pico. You can find me on Instagram at HeyTeebs, H-E-Y-T-E-E-B-S. I am Joseph Osmondson. You can find me at www.josephosmondson.com. I'm Den. Is that .com? Maybe. <laughs> I prefer not. Sorry. I'm Den Michelle, and stay tuned because my social media will soon be a change in. I am Fran. You can find me at Fran Squishco on any social media you want, and that's also where you where you will find my Substack. Uh, subscribe to my newsletter. You can subscribe to our brand new and improved newsletter at foodforthought.substack.com for some extra delectable content. Find us on Instagram as Gay Sluts Who Read and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Food for Thought Pod. Finally, send your thoughts, concerns, and dick pics to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com because we do want them dick pics, we okay? Do. <laughs> we do. We need. <laughs> we do. As always, that's food, the number four, and thought spelled how? T-H-O-T. See you next week. If you like this convo, you can go back and listen to our other episode on the same topic. It is called Swallow This Pride, featuring the amazing Angel Nafis. Yes. Uh, I was not there, unfortunately, because... We had so much fun. I had you. <laughs> I Fuck off. I had flight drama. It is one of two episodes that I've oh, ever that's missed. that's right. Oh, no, one a, of three. One of three. It was the live show that you planned and then missed I literally of plane drama. Oh, that was produced horrible. It all. But that was actually a really beautiful moment. Anyways, you can go and listen to it. <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 